podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Good evening, it's October 31, 2019. Happy Halloween. And in tonight's um, storylines, our podcast would delve into a lot of earnings this week. Um, things to watch and things to know about the companies that we already like. Um, just a uh, news disclosure. Uh, producers of Game of Thrones quit Star Wars to focus on Netflix. So... They're juggling a $200 million deal with Netflix. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are ditching their Star Wars trilogy, saying that they could not do justice to both. Uh, Note that we actually like both Netflix and we actually like AT&T as well. Just last night, um, AT&T also shared the HBO Max, $15 per month, and they shared that they're going to launch uh, The House of Dragon, which is a prequel to the Targaryen. The Targaryen family. So the market really erupted about it. Uh, Netflix is now trading at $290. Um, when we look at the chart, Netflix is showing a double retest with a higher low. The prior low was below 260 It reached 267 and bounced from there, trading 291 uh, Resistances would be on 300 $320, $335. So I think that 300 would definitely be broken one of these days um, another thing to show uh, outperformer si Yotao Yotao is now at $15 um, uh, the IPO was 17 it opened slow, it, it opened low at about $12.50 but for the last 3 days from $12.50 it's now 15 so that's a 25% move um, in 3 days 20% move in 3 days and if it hits 17 then that's essentially wiping out all the 20 plus percent loss on the first day um, it should be noted that Coolearn is now a super outperform. From 13, it went as high as 19. Uh, Coolearn, we published a buy here at about $10.50 um, around July, um, early, early July. So this one is already 90% from our recommendation of 10. Coolearn, 17.97. Both of them are in the online public education space. Uh, online classrooms, online math, online science through games and stuff. So we have a buy on Yotao. Yotao is a unit of NetEase, which they spun off. For earnings, uh, I just wanted to share a few things. Um, personally, I haven't covered Infi Corporation, but Infi reported earnings last night and it was up 20%. Um, we'll have to study this one of these days. Uh, I'll read the entire disclosure on Infi. Infi reported third quarter revenues of $94 million, up 20% year-over-year, and about $4 million higher than the average analyst estimate. The company pointed to higher demand for long-haul, metro, and data center products as its key growth driver. Non-GAAP earnings per share came in at $0.45, up from $0.30 in the prior year period, and $0.08 higher than analysts were expecting. Gross margin rose uh, 0.8 points or 80 basis points to 70.2% on an adjusted basis. Thanks to favorable changes in product and revenue mix. 
50% year-on-year non-GAAP EPS growth in Q3 based on 21% year-on-year revenue growth demonstrates leverage in our operating model as we execute on our customer growth strategy. So, ang take ko lang is, wow, data center parts pala si Infi. So, I'll just put it in my watch list and congrats to anyone who's long on Infi. Um, okay, the next earnings that we will discuss is Zynga. So, everybody knows that I like Zynga. So, below 6, below 550, we've been pitching to buy Zynga. Uh, Zynga now trades at 6.44. So, that's about nearing 20% from our recommendation. Uh, shares rose 4% in after hours trading Wednesday after the digital gaming company reported reported three key results exceeding analyst earnings estimates. Zynga reported net income of $230 million, 24 cents a share, compared with $10 million or a penny a share in the year-ago period. Galing ng turnaround ni Zynga. Um, I would say that Zynga, we just keep it. Uh, net income included a one-time gain related to the sale of Zynga San Francisco building. That's true. Um... I think they they were effectively um they earned about five hundred million dollars dun sa Zynga San Francisco building times three ata yun uh, one time lang naman yan they sold their building uh, revenue skyrocketed forty eight percent to three hundred forty five million dollars from two hundred thirty three million dollars a year ago analysts surveyed by Faxet had expected earnings per share of five cents on revenue three eight six million dollars we're definitely in a growth mode here with bookings of three ninety five million dollars. Uh, Frank Gabo, CEO of Zynga, told Market Watch, "This should set up set us up nicely for 2020." San Francisco-based company raised its full-year revenue guidance to 1.28 billion dollars, up 41 percent year over year, and up to 42 million dollars from prior guidance. Zynga shares are up 58 percent this year, outpacing S&P 500 index, gaining 21 percent this year. So most likely hit seven. Sana let's see seven to eight. Um, so you've known that after the lockup expiration, Beyond Meat plunges 20% um, on that day, even after reporting 400% increase in revenues and 4% uh, in the 4 million profit. Um, what we could say here is the acolytes, disciples of Ethan Brown, actually proudly bought the knives in the kitchen sinks of Beyond Meat at 80 to close 88. So the thing about this is that there's a lot of people praising Ethan Brown for Beyond Meat, Pat Brown of Impossible Foods. So as respect to them, you know, I put these um, plant-based trends on watch list. But these are called cult stocks. It trades premiums because of the massive, rabid fan bases, the Katy Perry followers, the Beyonce followers, the Leonardo DiCaprio followers, the Bill Gates Legion, and so forth, who believe in their CEO as the head of the religion. So in a mass hysteria, they'll purchase and tell their friends to buy vegan, eat pea protein, adopt those lifestyles. Um, and mass, they'll be purchasing Tim Horton sausage sandwiches, the KFC imposter burgers, which are beyond chicken wraps. Um, they'll gobble the limited offering of PLT, plant lettuce, tomato of McDonald's, and even eat impossible whoppers of Burger King. For these reasons, this is why restaurant partnerships will be the sole reason to follow the plant meat craze or the secular transit it will be. Um, Within this space, uh, Beyond Meat is overvalued, but as we said, we have to always follow this. So we have to buy um, the dips. It looks as if um, the dips could be... Yun nga, um, I, I took a look at it. The downside I estimated before was 78. It fell 80 and then bounced. Um, it could stop at 95 and then make a new low at about 61. We'll see how this thing goes, but uh, just put it on your watch list. 
Last night, Apple reported fiscal fourth quarter earnings, beating analyst expectations on Wednesday. Revenue do- that top forecast. Uh, company guided sales were in line with expectations. It's actually a $64 billion uh, revenue. Uh, Apple cruises the all-time highs, 247.85. It helps sentiment when big caps make good on earnings. So, also prevents everyone shorting the, the U.S. Nasdaq and S&P. Uh, among their earnings guidance, uh, I think um, this is also a very important holiday shopping period. So, we'll watch their iPhone 11, which was really um, one of the most rejuvenated interests in their phones. Uh, wearables, home and accessories revenue soared 54% year-over-year, an acceleration of 48% from 48% growth in fiscal Q3. These are the total wearables, home and accessories revenue. This is $6.5 billion. Um, actually, uh, Apple and Microsoft are trading in trillion market statuses. Uh, service revenue growth is uh, up. It's about $18 billion now. Um, then you know, for the first time in recent memory, people are lining up for the $250 AirPods Pro. Um, so you know, uh, it's this is a cool thing to reflect upon. Brands make people do irrational things, they pay irrational prices. Commodities are not differentiation, so this is bad for business. So that is the Apple playbook, the brand. That's why people manage to pay overpriced for their things. Uh, the cost of love is always expensive. So in terms of branding and price and inelasticity, in, in, in I would say that the closest I could think of of an Apple is a Tesla. Um, every electric car maker actually suffered in their earnings reports. Some of them are even bankrupt filing uh, or filing for bankruptcy. Faraday Futures, uh, what else? Uh, Dyson, all of these went cut losses and billions of dollars cut losses. Um, bankruptcy filing for... Tesla's for China's Tesla, which is Neo, if not for a cash infusion. So, yun. Um, I would say that if you've got time, go through a lot of mga Tesla videos. I shared it inside inner, the inner circle. Uh, for all the listeners out here, what's the Nikki's inner circle? Well, Nikki's inner circle is a paid membership group. It's a 5,000 peso per year uh, annual fee, um, wherein you will hear me talk about global trends, uh, investing ideas, and basically um, how I would generally think about companies globally. Yun, um, it's not a research report. It's not a buy or sell uh, recommendation. But definitely, um, I'd say that if you... Um, try to lurk or see through how I think you'll probably learn something and earn something in between. Uh, it's if you want, you can just viber me. My mobile is zero nine one seven eight zero four six three six six. Just viber message me. Let me know if you want to enter the inner circle, and I'll give you a free month trial. Um, yun. Um, basically, we talk about global stuff. Uh, another article. Another. News flow to hear about is Garmin. Uh, Garmin makes a breakthrough. Garmin is um, the stock rose almost 10% following strong third quarter performance. Sales climbed 15% from a year ago, lifted especially from a good performance in aviation, fitness, and outdoor segments. Pro forma earnings per share were up 27% year over year. CEO Cliff Pemble credited our lineup of great products in every market segment for the successful quarter. Yet, what might be even more important is the release of Garmin's new Autoland system, 
which will land sub small general aviation aircraft in the event of an emergency without pilot assistance. As aviation safety becomes a more pressing issue industry-wide, Garmin is positioning itself to bolster its leadership role in that part of the business. So I shared the link to the videos. Uh, it's in my Medium as well. Uh, my Medium is www.medium.com uh, backslash at N-I-K-K-I-U, Nikki U. That's my name. Okay, so you can see all of these podcast transcripts if you want to check it out. Each aviation generation sees a handful of revolutionary concepts, those leading-edge technologies that once introduced to the airplane because they are so game-changing, undergoing a transition period before we fully understand the increase in safety that they can provide. Garmin announced today its entry into that rarefied space, the first Autoland system developed exclusively for use in light personal airplanes as part of Garmin's autonomy suite. So when activated, the emergency system will assume control of the plane, engage in an upset recovery if needed, determine the best route to an appropriate airport based on weather, terrain, airport facilities, and other factors, and maneuver the airplane to that airport all the way to a full stop landing on the runway without human intervention. This is kind of cool. They actually showed the video so we can watch it, like a 14-minute video um, with the essentially hands-free, auto- automated plan the the plane is landing without the pilot certification is in process for a number of aircrafts with the piper m600 looking to be the first out the door and the cyrus uh, vision jet to certify soon after autoland will come standard in most applications as the companies involved in its initial certification share the philosophy that this level of safety should be part of a pilot's regular toolkit more to come as we've come flown with this system for an upcoming issue of flying. So, medyo matinde yung Garmin autonomy. Um, so, yun. Um, very strong growth on sales. Aviation, fitness, outdoor, marine collectively increased 24% in contributing 85% of total revenues. Gross margin improved to 60.7%. Expanding margins resulted in significant operating leverage in the business. Operating income increased 33% year-over-year to $261 million. Operating margin expanded to 28%. Uh, this results in a GAAP EPS of $1.19, pro forma EPS of $1.27 in the quarter. Uh, Garmin went from about $25 to $96. Medyo quadruple siya in the last five years. They've been doing so well. Uh, this year, I think it's up about... can't see if it's uh, up 50% for the year, pero... Garmin is doing very well. Mm. Growth in OEM systems was driven primarily by the recent certification of the Citation Longitude, featuring our G5000 integrated flight deck. However, this trend was broad-based as the other aircraft platforms um, also contributed to the growth. Growth in aftermarket systems was driven by strong ADS-B sales and the recently certified G5000 integrated flight deck for Citation XL and XLS. Fitness segment grew uh, 28%. This was primarily uh, through the wearables contri- contributions from TACX. Gross and operating margins were 52% and 20%, respectively, resulting in operating income growth of 33% year over year. At EPA, which is Europe's leading consumer electronics trade show, Garmin announced a sweeping update to our line of consumer wearable products, including new versions of the Vivo Active Series in two sizes, the Vivo Move 3 Hybrid Smartwatch Series, and the all-new Venue Smartwatch featuring a brilliant AMOLED color touchscreen display, 
comprehensive health and fitness fitness features and long battery life. Um, we also announced the TACX Neo 2T Smart Trainer featuring enhanced drive design, performance analytics to simulate an outdoor ride as realistically and quietly as possible. Um, Phil notice lahat ng wearable devices malakas. So Apple, $6.5 billion dollars in sales. Uh, Garmin is $3.65 billion in total sa lahat ng segments. Uh, and then you've probably heard that Alphabet already bought Fitbit. So you can see that all of these are all wearable devices, wearable devices. There's a trend in wearable devices. Um, another earnings to know is shares of MongoDB. Um, well, this is, this is not earnings, pero it's more like um, news flow. MongoDB finished higher by 6%. The database platform provider announced a partnership with the cloud division of Alibaba Group, under which Alibaba customers will get access to an authorized MongoDB database as a service solution. MongoDB CEO Dev Itichiria was pleased with the opportunity for his company to expand in China, which has already been a lucrative market for the database services provider. With new features available through the CoLab, MongoDB expects customers of all sizes to benefit and investors hope that they will see accelerating growth as a result to help the stock rebound from its recent slump. Um, one Another bright spot to share on the earnings front, Crocs, which we felt, uh, you know, I thought this was once left for dead, stood out on the earnings season. They sell very well for the school kids group pala. So shares of Crocs jumped on Wednesday, rising as much as 15.3%. Uh, the stock was up 13%. The stock's gain follows the company's third quarter update, which included better-than-expected top and bottom line results and an improved outlook from management for the company's full-year guidance. Crocs reported a 20% year-over-year increase in revenue to $312 million. On average, analysts only expected the company to report $302 million. Company's non-GAAP earnings per share were $0.57, cents, up from $0.19. Cents. That's a 300% move in the year-ago quarter, ahead of analyst average forecast of $0.40. Cents. Our America's business delivered exceptional growth, driven in part by another highly successful back-to-school season, said Croc CEO Andrew Reese in the company's third-quarter earnings release. Uh, so, um... Other news, uh, Apex Legends is hitting a 70 million players and Electronic Arts is doubling down on live games. So, maganda naman yung earnings results ni Electronic Arts. So, it's trading at about $97. We just keep it and wait. And also, um, to all the fla- uh, fans of Slack out there, um, I shared the video of uh, how Electronic Arts utilizes Slack. So, as I said, there's 600,000 organizations and 12 million strong people already using Slack, so check it out. 